Good evening. You're on the air with Mike on the mic. This is Mike Hasichek, and I love my Catholic faith. And today we're going to be talking about loving the Lord with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. But before we begin, let's start out with a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. God, my Father, may I love you in all things and above all things. May I reach the joy with which you have prepared for me in heaven. Nothing is good that is against your will, and all that is good comes from your hand. Place in my heart a desire to please you, and fill my mind with thoughts of your love, so that I may grow in your wisdom and enjoy your peace. Okay, so where do we find this command in Scripture? Well, let's first go to the Old Testament and look at Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 1 through 9. So to put it in context, it's talking about Moses and the Ten Commandments. It's chapter, and that's what's happening like in chapter 5, right before chapter 6 in Deuteronomy. And now let's read the verse in verses in chapter 6. It, be, it, it goes as follows. This then is the commandment, the statutes and the ordinances, which the Lord your God has commanded that you be taught to observe in the land you are about to cross into to possess so that you that is you your child and your grandchild may fear the Lord your God by keeping as long as you live all his statutes and commandments which I enjoin on you and thus have long life hear then Israel and be careful to observe them that it may go well with you, and that you may increase greatly. For the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you a land flowing with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. Therefore you shall love the Lord your God with your whole heart, and with your whole being, and with your whole strength. Take to heart these words which I command you today. Keep repeating them to your children. Recite them when you are at home and when you are away, when you lie down and when you get up. Bind them on your arm as a sign and let them be as a pendant on your forehead. Write them on the doorposts of your houses and on your gates. So there is a the, the, the Shema, Shema prayer is recited twice a day by Jews. In its entirety, the Shema consists of three paragraphs, and that's from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse, uh, verses 4 through 9, Deuteronomy chapter 11, verses uh, 13 through 21, and in Numbers chapter 15, verses 37 through 41. And also, it's, a tradi it's traditional for Jews to say the Shema as their last words, and then for parents to teach their children to say it before they go to sleep at night. And, and part of that, um, you know, and, and that's the part I love that was in Deuteronomy um, uh, chapter 6, verses 4 through 9. I love the part that says, You shall love the Lord your God with your whole heart and with your whole being and with your whole strength. And, and, and we can fast forward now to the New Testament and look at... Uh, Mark chapter 12, verses 28 through 34. And this is the greatest commandment question. So it reads as follows. 
one of the scribes, when he came forward and heard them disputing and saw how well he had answered them, asked him, Which is the first of all the commandments? Jesus replied, The first is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is Lord alone. Now, does that sound familiar? That comes from Deuteronomy. So Jesus is repeating uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses, uh, in, in, in verses 4 through 9. And then it goes on, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. So again, we go back to the first one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And then it, it further reads on, The scribe said to him, well, well said, teacher, you are right in saying he is one, and there is no other than he. And to love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is worth more than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus saw that he answered with understanding, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And no one dared to ask him any more questions. Wow, that is so profound. So notice the Deuteronomy quote again that Jesus uh, responded with. So, so what's Jesus really doing here? He, he's, you know, he's talking about you know the greatest of the commandments, and he and he really is summing up the Ten Commandments, right? Because he's saying, "You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength." And he's saying the second is. So that, you know, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Um, and he's saying that there is no other commandment greater than these. So Jesus is really eloquently summing up the commandments into two. So where do we get loving God with all your heart, soul, and mind? And how do we do that, right? Uh, well, first off, note that the first three of the Ten Commandments are about loving God. And the other seven commandments are about loving each other. And that's what, you know, I'm explaining when I say, you know, Jesus so eloquently summed up the commandments into two. You know, so he's the first that he said, talked about was summing up the first three commandments. And the second was summing up the, the last seven commandments. And notice that loving God comes first. So God is telling us that he comes first and should be the center of our lives. Now let's review the first three commandments. You know, the first commandment is, I, the Lord, am your God. You shall not have other gods beside me. The second is, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. And the third is, remember to keep holy the Lord's day. So I start many of my confessions out with, I haven't loved the Lord with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength all the time. And that, you know, that's true. Um, and, you know, when I'm, you know, repeating what my sins are, you know, that, that's one that I always have because it's so difficult to do, but um, it's true. You know, it, it's if, if we're sinning, we're, we haven't loved the Lord with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength all of the time. Um, and let's look at why that could be the case for any of us. Uh, let's start with the first commandment. I, the Lord, am your God. You shall not have other gods beside me. Do we put money 
and other material things before God? Are we consumed with our secular lifestyles, the houses, the cars, the stuff we really don't need, and making very little time or no time at all for God? Are we driven by addictions to drugs, alcohol, sex, pornography, gambling, or social media, just to mention a few? Are we thankful for what God has given us? Do we praise and honor Him on a daily basis? Do we communicate with Him by praying and listen to Him by reading Scripture? Are we evangelizing and spreading the gospel as Jesus commanded us to do? And now let's look at the second commandment. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Well, do I use God's name in vain? Is the GD word part of my everyday vocabulary? Do I curse at people using God's name? Do I make oaths and promises using God's name that I can't or do not intend to keep? Am I always saying things like, I swear to God on a stack of Bibles about one thing or another? And now let's go to the third commandment. Remember to keep holy the Lord's Day. Do I miss Mass on Sundays and holy days of obligation? Do I make sure my spouse and children go to Mass on Sundays and holy days of obligation? Am I honoring God on the Lord's Day with my activities? Am I distracted with secular activities on Sundays that keep me from honoring and worshiping God? You know, actions always speak louder than words. You, you can have the best of intentions, but if you're not actionable, it really doesn't matter. Things like, I want to go to Mass on Sunday, but myself or the kids are too busy with weekend sports activities or other forms of entertainment. Our actions really define what our priorities are. You might think you love the Lord with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength, but if you're not being actionable, you're only kidding yourself. You know, are we fasting? Are we donating to charity either financially or with our time and talent? Are we doing corporal works of mercy for those that are less fortunate? Just like anything else, we need to work at it. You know, are we making God the center of our lives? You know, we should be seeking a path towards holiness and the salvation of our souls. So, what is holiness? Well, holiness is the perfect conformity to the will of God in all things at all times and in all places. It is a perfect correspondence between who and what you are and who and what God wants you to be. So realistically, that's a pretty tall order, but it's doable if we are actionable in focusing on God. And, and when I say, you know, it's doable, um, sure it's difficult. I mean, to, to say that to be in perfect conformity to the will of God in all things, in all times, and in all places. I mean, um, you know, we're sinners and, you know, we're going to fall at times. But um, when we fall and sin, we have the sacrament of penance and reconciliation in the Catholic faith, faith to express remorse, be forgiven, and receive absolution for our sins. And, and we get back up and we keep trying by being actionable. You know, it's 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 that we just need to we we just need to to get back up and and say, you know, I can do this. You know, I'm I'm going to fall, but I'm going to go I'm going to go to confession, um, sacrament of penance and reconciliation, receive absolution for my sins, 
and I'm going to get right back on, on, on the horse, and I'm going to keep moving forward, and I'm going to make God the center of my life, and I'm going to try to do His will. And, 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 that's, and that's how, you know, that, that's how we have to operate. You know, how many of us participate in sports and hobbies, always striving to get better at it? We get better because we persevere. We put the time in and are actionable. We don't quit. We keep trying. In the same vein, you know, uh, you know, we need to be seeking a path towards holiness and the salvation of our souls so we can spend all eternity in heaven with the Blessed Trinity. And, you know, it... it, it it's we, we always you know it's just so easy to say if somebody asks you the question you know do you love the Lord with all your heart soul mind and strength uh, you know you say well of course I do you know it's just it's kind of like that gut reaction that you have and saying of course that's the right thing that sounds good you know but in our in the back of our minds you know we have to know are we being actionable? Are we doing all those things that are important for us to seek that path towards holiness, to continue to do God's will? You know, are, are we, you know, getting back to those things like, you know, are we fasting to make ourselves, you know, more obedient and, and, and give us that discipline that we need? You know, are we donating to charity uh, either financially or we, you know, we, we, we donating our time and talent. You know, how, how often are we doing corporate works of, corporal works of mercy for those that are less fortunate? Are, are we, you know, working at a soup line? Are we trying to, you know, are we going through our clothing to see if we can donate anything to somebody who's less fortunate? Are we, you know, uh, helping people? If we drive by somebody who's uh, broken down on the side of the road, do we stop and see if they need help, if they're taken care of? Or do we just pass them by and say, good luck, right? You know, are, are we, do we care for our, our brothers and sisters? Um, you know, if we know somebody's um, sick, you know, are we offering help to them? You know, or, or, or if we know somebody who is physically disabled, you know, are we stopping by and saying, is there anything I could do for you? There's just so many things that we could do, but, you know, we tend to get so busy in this secular world. Um, and with all, all the, all the, all the things that, that keep us from focusing on having God as a center of our life, you know, it's, it's, it's all these other things that we're consumed with, you know, you know people have jobs, you know, they, have hobbies. They there's things that they want. There are physical assets that they think that you know are all these. If they get these things, it's going to make them happy. And they're always getting sidetracked. You know, there's always yeah. Well, you know, I was going to go to mass, but you know, I got something else I got to do today. But I'll go next week. You know, it's like next week never comes around. You know, you that that's what we. You know, that's how we have to get back and we have to be actionable about the things that we do. Um, in, in making God the center of our life. You know, um, God gives us that free will. You know, he wants us, you know, he, he, he loves us, and he wants to receive that love back, but he gives us free will to, if, whether we want to do that or not. And a lot, a lot of times, because of all the secular pressure out there, we elect to, to do something else, and we don't, uh, we don't give him back that love that, that, that he does. I mean, all you have to do is 
is think about all that you have and be thankful for all that you have. If you know God, you look outside and you see how beautiful creation is. God created all of this for us, and you know we don't have sometimes an appreciation of all that. You know He's omnipotent. There's He's so powerful, but you know we don't appreciate that. All you know He's given us everything that we need. And, and, you know, we say, well, that's not good enough, you know, because I want more. You know, we, you know, we have this attitude in life sometimes where we just got to have more and more and more and more. And, uh, but we don't work at, you know, having that relationship with Jesus. We don't work at, um, you know, doing God's will. You know, we don't work at loving him with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength all of the time. Um, so all we need to do is because God gives us that free will is just embrace his grace, embrace the grace that he offers freely and abundantly. And with that, we'll be back next week. May God bless you and have a great week.